0: Welcome to episode 21 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business and life in the South. I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf in downtown Thomasville, Georgia, and today I'm joined by Amanda Stringer, CEO of the Tallahassee Symphony Orchestra and a coordinator of Tallahassee's upcoming Word of South Music and Literature Festival. We'll be chatting all things Word of South, including why locals need to come out and show their support rain or shine. Amanda. Thank you. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, okay, so tell me quickly what you do at the symphony and how you got involved in Word of South.
1: Well, it's an interesting and long story, but uh, <laughs> at the symphony, I am the CEO, so I do all the managing side of things for the orchestra.
0: Okay.
1: Um, over two years ago, I became involved with the Knight Communities um, KCCI group. So okay. it's a catalyst group that takes on a project, you develop and design a project. And try to implement it within one year. It was It's a kind of community service um, initiative. And I was in the KCCI group. And we decided we wanted to start a music festival. And that the symphony would actually house the festival. And as time went on, it became apparent that that was a little bit too much for a volunteer group to try to manage on its own. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I met Mark Muschin who okay. also wanted to have a literary festival start. Yes. And he put his head together and said, well, why don't we merge these two disciplines mm-hmm. of writing and music and start a literature and music festival? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we talked about that for a while, and I was just ca- kind of helping him brainstorm And then he came to me and asked me if I would manage the festival for him. Mm -hmm. So that's how it all got started. It was a long time ago, and it's morphed a lot since then and turned into a big gargantuan uh, mammoth of a festival, but it's very exciting.
0: It is exciting. So I was managing the bookshelf Tallahassee. We did have a small outpost there for about a year, and Mm -hmm. that's actually when I started um, in the book industry, I guess. And I started attending these meetings and it feels like forever ago and I referred to it in um, an email I sent to to our customers recently the marathon and now we're in like the end stretch and it has morphed and changed a lot but I'm really impressed that at the same time it stayed true to its roots of what it wanted to be so tell me why word of south what's the overall vision for this festival
1: well this was mark's vision mark must the founder and it's really interesting what he's um what he 's come up with and what he 's trying to accomplish with nearly every musical act or writer coming he 's trying to merge the two disciplines in any way he can so mm-hmm. here here 's an unlikely an example of an unlikely pair that 's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. The food writer Julia Reed of Garden and Gun Magazine has been hired. She was initially hired. She was one of the first people we hired to come read. Mm -hmm. Uh, We asked her what kind of music she likes. Mm -hmm. Turns out that one of her best friends from the Mississippi Delta where she grew up Mm -hmm. is called Eden Brent, and she's a blues singer. Mm -hmm. So we invited uh, Eden now to Mm -hmm. come, and they're going to take the stage together. We have no idea what they're going to do. I think Julia's going to read about fried chicken recipes, and Eden's going to sing about fried chicken um, we just it's going to be a really oh my interesting gosh. pairing is that saturday that is on sunday, sunday? yeah oh my gosh. and also going along with that is a um, southern fried brunch where people can come taste julia's recipe so that'll okay. be a, a, a fun aspect to that particular duo yeah but then there are some more uh i wouldn't say standard but partners who had worked together before yes yeah, so for instance in that Area A good example are uh, Paul Beatty and Matthew Shipp. Matthew Shipp is a jazz pianist and Paul Beatty a writer. Mm -hmm. And they've done this kind of collaboration before in New York and they're bringing
0: it to the festival. Oh, that's pretty exciting.
1: It's really, all of it's really exciting. And then we have things, we have a a woman uh, named Amanda Petrusich, which she writes about music and culture. Mm -hmm. We've got music critics, so people that write about music um, coming. Peter Goralnik who writes for Rolling Stone magazine. Mm -hmm. Um, And just kind of every cross pollination of those two disciplines that you can possibly imagine
0: which is pretty unique really because i remember when mark was first talking about bringing something like this to tallahassee we kept going back to the comparison to jazz fest in new orleans which is you know huge and right. massive um and I, my husband and i love going to jazz fest but this is even more niche i guess the 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 I don't know, combination of the music and the literature and making sure they intersect somehow is really unique.
1: Right. And I think one thing Mark always points out, and he's absolutely right, is if you Google music and literature festivals, mm mm-hmm. Almost nothing pops up. Mm-hmm. We're not aware of anything like this happening in the country.
0: So, pretty cool to bring it to Tallahassee. And as a Thomasvilleian, pretty cool to bring it to our <laughs> neck of the woods, too. I feel like we're benefiting, we're trying to get the word out um, to our Thomasville folks. Um, because that, it seems like it's a big deal to bring acts like this to our area. Yes.
1: It is, it's a, it's a huge festival with hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of talent. And one of the things that makes it especially exciting is that almost every event is free. Mm-hmm. Um, so people can come to Tallahassee and spend all day hearing world-class writers and music talent, mm-hmm. um, for, and pay nothing. Which is incredible. It's incredible.
0: Um, who are you most excited about seeing?
1: Oh my goodness. Um, I am just so excited to meet all these people. I've been corresponding with them via email for years, months. And um, I just can't wait to see what they look like in person and see if their uh, in-person personality matches their email personality and that kind of thing. Yeah. It's hard to tell, but... um, the person I've talked to you on the phone is uh, that I've really enjoyed talking to you because I'm a Mississippian. Uh-huh. Um, is the person I just mentioned, Eden Brent. She's okay. just hilarious, larger than life personality, and I just can't wait to meet her.
0: Oh, fantastic. Yeah. I am most excited, selfishly, of course, about Ann Patchett. Yes. Um, but that seems to be at least in my little bookstore world, when I tell people who's coming, they're most excited about Ann Patchett and Julia Reed because we are garden and gun country. You know, exactly. <laughs> right. So people are very excited about those
1: two. I can tell you the... the- email. The people I get the most email about are Sweet Honey and The Rock, the gospel group. People okay. are really excited and that, that's a free event. So okay. I, I expect that to be packed.
0: Okay. Oh, that's exciting. And they're
1: collaborating with the uh, FAMU Choral Society. So that's going to be oh, really... Oh, that bumpy
0: good. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's going to be really special.
0: Um, so tell me, you've mentioned emailing people and phone calls and two years of planning. How did you get some of these people on board? Because when we in Thomasville... Um, of course, a bookstore is a smaller thing, but when we do our one book festival where we try to bring an author to town or something like that, it coordinating is hard work and it's hard to get all of these people to our town and to tell them that this is a big, important deal. And I would think that that would be really difficult when this is a first time event. Yeah, it's
1: true. Um, it's interesting to me because I look back at my files Of all the different names that have come across over the months of who we should hire and who we should bring, Mm -hmm. um, I think that initially, for instance, Ann Patchett was, I think, the first person we hired because Mm -hmm. the committee that you serve on Mm -hmm. um, put her name forward, and it seemed like an obvious choice. She's a very popular writer um, who who is also a very good writer. Mm -hmm. Um, So we kind of started with some big pieces like that. And then as time went on, different names came across the desk, and we just started trying to find people that fit the mission Mm -hmm. um, and had a lot of help from the faculty at FSU and Steve Dollar and some others like that, as well Mm -hmm. as the steering committee.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've got... Such great resources in our neck of the woods, too, That's I think. That's right. It's true. Um, Do you foresee this being an annual event? Is that the plan? The plan is for it to continue past the first year. <laughs> I just want to get through this next week, though, at this point. Yes, that, yeah, that is totally understandable. I do think it would be cool to have a Tallahassee thing, if yes. that makes sense. Yeah. To have something that Tallahassee owns.
1: Exactly. And it's in Cascades Park, which is the new downtown space, which was actually, it's designed to, uh, it's a stormwater facility, but mm-hmm. it's a gorgeous, gorgeous space. When people yeah. see it, they can't believe how beautiful it is. Um, so to set up five stages over two days in that space and make something really great out of it, um, we hope it will become the signature event of Cascades Park.
0: Yeah, which would be, Cascades is such a huge, so I live in Thomasville now, but I'm originally born and raised Tallahassee, oh, okay. and Cascades even my parents, they go there frequently to walk and they were like, it makes us feel so proud right. of Tallahassee right. and to see what Tallahassee has done with this downtown space. Um, it's
1: really exciting. You can sit on the grass at the amphitheater and you can look at the downtown and you feel like you're in a you big city. You feel like city. you're
0: in a big city. I know. That's <laughs> why I tell people. So, the, so much of the podcast is about Thomasville, which is even smaller than Tallahassee. And frequently the attitude in Thomasville is that Tallahassee is the big city. But if you've been... Lots of places. Mm -hmm. Tallahassee isn't necessarily this huge, you know, it's not a Chicago or a New York City or even a Denver or something like that. But we're getting some pretty neat things that are making Tallahassee, I think, a bigger spot on the map. Uh, Tallahassee
1: is blossoming right now. It's just unbelievable what's going on here. In fact, this Thursday, I'm going to a city commission meeting, and the commission is going to recognize April as Festival Month in Tallahassee because there's just so many amazing, incredible things happening Not only in this month, throughout the year, but in this particular month, a lot of really exciting festivals happening here.
0: Yeah, you've got the art in the park, which is always fun. And again, Thomasville loves having Tallahassee as its partner because Mm -hmm. I think, you know, we on Fridays and Saturdays probably 90% of our bookstore customers are Tallahassee, right? Uh, which I love yeah. and I appreciate. And then, you know, so many Thomas Williams talk about co- going to Tallahassee for their date night or for, you know, big That's, city. We fun. do <laughs> the same thing too. We drive up and eat at Liam's and, exactly. Jonas and <laughs> Yeah. So it's a great partnership. And in, in my last store email, when we were really promoting word of South and trying to encourage customers to go, you know, the fact that this big festival with big names chosen tiny indie bookstore. We're a tiny store and we have three staff members and we've been busting it for this festival. And we're so thrilled because that's, what small business loves to do and a festival that supports small business is a really big deal
1: Well, we are so grateful that you've come on to do this for um, us It's a huge excited. huge job, and I I hope it's very successful We're excited. for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we've got our fingers crossed um, You
1: should be very proud of yourself. I know the bookstore business is not easy, <laughs> and it's uh It's amazing that you're doing as well as you are Yeah,
0: I, well, we've got our fingers crossed and it's part of the reason I want to see Ann Patchett because I think she's done such a Right such a good job too with her own indie bookstore um, okay. How has community response been so far? So the word has gotten out a little bit. I know I've had family call me and tell me, oh, we saw it on WCTV or we saw it on the oh, news, good. heard it on NPR. So word is spreading. What Have you gotten any feedback?
1: Um, we've gotten tremendous feedback. People are really excited about it. Yeah. And at this point, uh, it's going to happen rain or shine. So okay. we're now getting calls saying is it still happening? And we're like, absolutely. You got to come out and people are rooting for us. They want to make sure the weather's good and everything runs smoothly. We've got, it's, it's actually been incredible. The volunteer labor that's gone into this. Um, Jules Graham has come on just really, she's the manager. She's the operating uh, director. She's worked very, very hard. We've got volunteer coordinators in Serena Moyle and Laura Rogers. Um, Nan Nagy is running our VIP area. Just incredible, incredible volunteers. Bernice Cox has helped, uh, raised sponsorships for it, um, and I'm just really, really impressed. Uh, another person that I should mention is Donna Meredith, who's lined up all our vendors, and she's just done an incredible job. So it just wouldn't have happened without all these people stepping up.
0: No, and when you start a festival, you know, if you've been in these committee meetings for the past two years, like I have off and on, you don't realize how many volunteers it's going to take to exactly,
1: pull Exactly, exactly. And
0: so it's been really impressive to me, just as somebody who occasionally sits on the committee to see people really step up, because you you don't want to have to pay for all the labor that it takes to make a festival like this happen.
1: That's right. And one other person that I'd like to mention, and this is uh, relevant to explain in another aspect of the festival, is Amanda Morrison, who uh, works for Madison Social, the restaurant here in Tallahassee. She is organizing all the food mm-hmm. and beverage sales for the entire weekend oh, wow. and is planning on having enough food and beverage there for thousands and thousands of people. So... She's worked incredibly hard. She's incredibly organized and has done an amazing job. So she needs to be recognized for her hard work. And the audience will want to know that there's going to be lots of good things to eat and drink at the festival. Yeah,
0: you can pretty much come hang out all day. You can. I don't think you have to leave. You don't have to leave. (laughs) And there's
1: always something going on. Yeah.
0: Um, So you mentioned it briefly. And the question right now that nobody wants to ask too much is about the rain. Um, So we've all been watching the weather faithfully. (laughs) um, Probably obsessively. um, Which, you know... The weather can so often go one way or the other, but it does look like there's some chance of rain, so what's the backup plan?
1: Well, all these stages, except for the amphitheater stage, are covered. They're in tents with sides, so all that will go on, the show will go on as planned, and people will just have to bring their rain jackets and umbrellas, Mm -hmm. Uh, but we'll still be able to enjoy all the acts. Uh, We're still working a little bit on the main stage, the amphitheater stage, um, to find a backup for... The Marcus Roberts Trio, who's playing on Sunday morning, and Mm -hmm. then followed by Sweet Honey.
0: Okay.
1: And then the Tallahassee Symphony will be the last act on Sunday.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, On the main stage on Saturday, uh, it's mainly... We should talk a little bit about the children's program. I was
0: going to bring that up yeah. because we have, at least in Thomasville, we've got so many young families, and we have story time every Saturday at our store, and we've been telling people there are so many cool things oh, happening it's for It's amazing, kids. yeah.
1: And so I was going to say is on Saturday, ma- the main things happening on the amphitheater stage are, are children's programming, Yeah. Um, which is just tremendous. Yeah, so, so we, tell me about that. Yeah. Um, we have... Uh, well, it's just... I it's probably the best children's programming in the southeast. We think. Really. Uh, we've got lunch money coming. Who Who are a pop group. We've got Michael Hirsch coming. Who does this really neat intersection of book writing and uh, music producing. His book's called Songs for Unusual Creatures.
0: Yes, and it is so. We got it in the store. Um, and it is so cool. That oh fan. really? Yeah. I can't. I can't wait. The to illustrations see that. are fantastic. Yeah, it's really unique.
1: Yeah, he's a he's been a real interesting, nice person to deal with via email. Uh, And the Story Pirates, who are hugely popular on Sirius XM, I know, Mm -hmm. are coming. And that has been real fun to organize because we had local school children submit stories to them. And what this group does is they're a group of actors, and they come out and verbatim act out their favorite stories.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah,
1: so they've chosen three winners. And I believe that the winners have been um, told that they've won at this point. I'm not sure. Uh, But we had... I think we had close to 40 submissions.
0: Oh, that's really good for a first year Yeah, exactly. Contest. So
1: that's they're cool. going to, we mailed them all off to the story pirates. They picked their three and they're going to come act out these stories. So oh, well, that's really, really cool. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So.
0: And then the big, I think at least a big, uh, p- uh or attraction for the festival is Tony Hale.
1: Yes, of course. And he's written this hilarious book called Archibald's Next Big Thing.
0: That book is fantastic. It's a great? By the way. Yes. uh, So we actually got a few copies in a few weeks ago just to be carrying in the store. We've got a nice Word of South display set up. And... Um, that children's book, in fact, I say it's a children's book for grown ups <laughs> yeah. it's a beautiful big picture book, and I yes, I think children should have it, but I read it and thought oh, this has lessons for me as a as a grown up because it's all about you know moving on to the next big thing and that sometimes then you miss the thing right in front of you right. so um anyway, it looks really fun um but I'll, he's coming yeah, he's
1: coming and I, I'll tell you something hilarious I saw when I was watching an interview with him he um was. He was had the book on Conan O'Brien. He was showing the book off. And okay. Conan pointed out that Archibald, the protagonist in the book, is a chicken. Mm-hmm. And he was sitting at his table eating eggs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Conan said, wait, that's not right. And he's like, oh, my
1: gosh. I Didn't even <laughs> notice. Didn't even notice, I didn't notice that, yeah. <laughs> um, and the other thing we want people to be aware of is we have a whole huge tent just for children's crafts and storytelling mm-hmm. and um, other little side things. Fantastic... Um, tent organized that we're calling Story Fort. Yes. And it's I been organized by Claire Hecox and Sarah Marcia Show. <laughs> and uh, it's it's going to be great. All weekend long, mask making, bookmark making, all sorts of things relevant to books for kids.
0: So please, bring, if you're listening to this, please bring your kids out. That sounds like set. And it's free. And I think that's so yeah. wonderful to um, kind of make reading a tactile experience for kids too, to have them come work on things and, and maybe hear some music and walk around with mom and dad at this really cool festival. That's
1: right. And most of the talent is coming, as I said, from out of town. Most of it is, um, national talent. Um, we've got some Floridians coming. We have some of the winners of this year's Florida book awards coming to read from their books and that should be fun.
0: Yeah.
1: And, I have to mention my own Tallahassee Symphony Orchestra.
0: Yes, please tell me about that event, because that event is on Sunday night, and there's a tie-in with J.K. Simmons, the Oscar-winning actor, which I think is incredible. So, tell me about that event.
1: Well, this is... I'm really excited about this concert. So, uh, Mark invited the Tallahassee Symphony to play as the culminating event on Sunday, and... Our conductor, his name is Darko Buteritz, is an extremely bright guy who carries around all sorts of trivia in his brain. Mm -hmm. And when I told him the date of April 12th, he said, oh, we have to do a tribute to Appomattox. That's the 150th anniversary to the date of the end of the Civil War. Oh, wow. And so he knew that bit, you know,
0: the second I mentioned the date, and he knew (laughs) it was
1: 150 years. Um, So he designed this really great program of Americana music. Um, It will have uh, music from the Ken Burns Civil War music. Uh, oh, documentary. documentary. Yes, mm-hmm. um, we have the fa- the fantastic soprano Marcia Porter, who's on faculty at FSU, coming to sing some African American spirituals. Oh uh, we are going to be doing some music from Gershwin's Porgy and Bess, and then the final piece and the one I'm al- almost most excited about. Mm-hmm. I don't want to uh, I don't want to say I'm more excited about it than uh, Marcia because she's fantastic, but J.K. Simmons, this mm-hmm. year's Oscar winner winner for Best Supporting Actor. Uh, in Whiplash, will be here to narrate Copeland's Lincoln portrait. So, for people that aren't familiar with that piece, uh, the orchestra plays music underneath, and then a narrator reads from Lincoln's best and most famous speeches while the
0: orchestra plays. Oh, wow. So, how did you guys get J.K. Simmons? Well, is, I saw Whiplash, and I couldn't. He's fantastic. He's amazing I mean, I've seen actor. him in a lot of things, right. but he he is incredible. And to me, Perfect to do this because his voice is so recognizable.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. He it turns out that he is from Missoula, Montana and that's where our conductor Darko lives when he's not in Tallahassee. Okay. He has another orchestra there. Um, so Darko knows him and their buddies, and we got the friends and family discount. It was very fortunate. And um, we hired him before he won the Oscars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the really the key. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get people before they just make it big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although he's a pretty big name. Uh, there are tons of big names, I think, coming to Tallahassee. These, like you said, are nationally recognized um, actors and musicians and artists and writers, and I think it's an incredible going to be an incredible festival, rain or shine.
1: It is amazing. And one other thing people might want to know about is that on Saturday afternoon, J.K. will actually be doing a kind of inside-the-actor studio-type interview at Tallahassee. Theater, okay. Sorry, Theater Tallahassee. Yes, and it used uh, to be
0: Tallahassee Little I, Theater, yeah, right? It's I'm still to... <laughs> making a switch in
1: my brain. Yeah. Um. So Mark Kenson is of uh, the Tallahassee Democrats going to interview him. Oh, cool. Tickets are on sale on the Tallahassee Symphony Orchestra website. Okay, and it's twenty dollars general admission. Okay, and it only holds the the theater only holds, I think like two seventy, and we are. We've sold a ton of tickets, so okay. there are a few left.
0: Okay, so I will put a link to the show notes in the show notes to the Tallahassee Symphony Orchestra website. Right. Um And also for people who want to know more about the festival, where can they go?
1: they can go to www.wordofsouthfestival.com. And the entire schedule, if you scroll to the bottom of the page, uh, you can pull up the entire schedule.
0: Okay. Um, Fantastic. Well, we at the bookshelf are so looking forward to coming. We um, are the primary booksellers for the event, and we're very grateful.
1: We're we're so thankful you're willing to take this on.
0: Well, hope you
1: sell a lot of books. Oh, me
0: too. Um, I will put a link to our um, bookstore in the show notes, of course. Um, But as always, you can find us at www.bookshelfthomasville.com. You can follow updates about Word of South and other events on our Instagram and Twitter at Bookshelf or, of course, on Facebook, uh, Bookshelf Thomasville. Thank you so much, Amanda. Thank you.